Welcome to the Campus Chronicle. My name is Emily Houck with Nick, and we are going to be talking about week nine. So, Nick, your Packers game. Any comments? Have you lost hope and faith in all your team? Yeah, we're done. Uh, there's really not much else that needs to be said. Uh, we lost to the Lions. They've only won one game. Uh, two opportunities to score inside the 10-yard line. But on the five-yard line, interception. And then from the one-yard line, we threw another interception. So, yeah, it, it's pretty hopeless. <laughs> but, hey, the Chiefs, they bounced back in a big way, and they got the win. Yeah, honestly, thought we were going to lose. Not going to be blunt about that. Literally thought we were going to lose. Over time, should have not have been 17-17 to the team we were against. Honestly, would have been okay if we would have lost because we played a good game. Well, that was actually, like, I mean, Tennessee is a good opponent, though. I mean, it's not like Detroit, who has nothing to lose. And <laughs> I mean, the Titans are a quality opponent. But, yeah, I was I was waiting to see, you know, if Patrick Mahomes was going to lead his guys. And sure enough, he did. And very much so. But my husband, on the other hand, did amazing yesterday. <laughs> Mahomes, on the other hand, not so much. My husband... I saw Travis Kelsey. There was a couple instances where he like dropped the pass, and he was like kicking himself for that. He was like heated, and I think one of them resulted in interception. So I think you know he probably said he could have played better, but I mean he's still like the best to do it, and even the best ones make mistakes sometimes. So yes, the best in the NFL will make mistakes. But I have a funny meme to tell you. Okay. So do you know how? Uh, Green, not Green Bay. Uh, Bucks won, right? Yeah. Saw so a meme and it said, uh, undefeated since being divorced. And it showed a picture of Tom Brady on it. Undefeated since being divorced. Uh, gosh, you know, are we going to see Brady bounce back? Maybe. Maybe. You never know. But now they barely got past. Um, yeah, undefeated since getting a divorce. So, but yeah, they barely scraped by and. I still don't think it's their time. I don't think so either. I honestly think he should just quit the NFL. I'm going to say that every single week till he does it. Every single week. Yeah, I was uh, hoping especially that they would go down because if the Packers, you know, if the Packers and the Bucks lost, it wouldn't be so bad. But <laughs> but yeah, Brady, he he got it done. You got to you got to give him that. True, very true. Can we talk about the Vikings game, though? <laughs> that game. So one of my friends called a book down yesterday. <laughs> one of my friends called a book down yesterday, and the guy who came to pick us up was watching the Vikings game in the pasture seat and was yelling. And I'm like, please be quiet. We're in, like, the small little car. <laughs> it was not fun. Echoing. <laughs> yeah, um... There was one celebration in particular. I don't know if it was the touchdown or if they got a turnover, but there was this one guy who pretended to roll the ball, and all the players fell down. And this one guy was still up. He was spinning, spinning, spinning. You know how, like, when a ball, like a pin is going to fall down? <laughs> yeah, it, it was awesome. If you haven't seen it, I recommend looking it up. It was great. It was amazing. I was also... I've been on a meme group chat lately when it comes to sports. A couple of my friends and I are just in meme sports. And um, 
there was a meme that said Steelers fan going to bed knowing that they're going to win tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and they had a bye week, so. They had a bye week, so. <laughs> they, I don't know. Some teams, do they win the bye week? Do they lose? Who knows? But how about the Bills getting beat by the Jets? <laughs> that was unexpected. I'm not going to lie. Like, that low-key threw me for a loophole, which makes me think. That the Jets have lost games. Mm-hmm. Does that mean the Bills aren't the best team in the NFL now? You know, I'd argue they might not even be the best team in their division. I like the Miami Dolphins a lot. And even though the Bears, they're getting better offensively, I'm just thinking, who the heck is going to stop that offense? You know, they got Tyreek Hill, of course, but they got another speed guy, Jalen Waddell, who is doing really well. And every Every game, too, has been playing. You know, he's been winning games. It's like they have kind of that secret formula, it sounds like. It does. But yet again, the Bills were undefeated, basically. Yeah. And they lost. Yeah. That whole division. That whole entire division is, you know, up for grabs. And it's probably the that and the NFC East are the two best divisions right now in football. Uh, AFC, my team's number one, so that's got to count, right? <laughs> yep. I mean, and like the Porkers, I mean Packers. Oh, yeah. Which, Packers, you guys aren't the lowest team in your division. No. Nope, not <laughs> not the highest either. So, we play the Cowboys next week. That's going to be a loss. I'm not expecting any miracles. Um, <laughs> we lose that. And the Lions beat the Bears, we will be last place in the division because the Bears have the Lions next week. And that could be either way. Speaking of college football, did you watch the Iowa Purdue game? Yes, Iowa they're they look good, surprisingly. Um Petrus did okay. Um our running back though, he had two hundred rushing yards and a touchdown. Um yeah, that was definitely unexpected. I was thinking that Purdue was going to be the ones to, you know, run all over us, but they got it done. They really did get it done, which was kind of surprising. Yeah. I have a friend that goes to Purdue, and I text him, and I'm like, I think you guys are supposed to be good at football. And he just sends me back, hey, it could be worse. We could be Iowa State. <laughs> well... I was actually at the Iowa State game last weekend because my supervisor gave me some free tickets. Yeah, there was a lot of people there, and it was Iowa State actually played pretty well. They uh, got they got some touchdowns late in that game, and yeah, I mean it could be worse. Could be worse. Very true. It could be worse. Not any worse than oh, I think it was Alabama. The Alabama game. No, LSU game? Is that what it was? Yeah. I don't remember which one. LSU-Alabama game. That was... That, yeah. That was not fun. Uh, You know, losing on a two-point conversion, it's like you're you're that close. You just have to make one last play. It's kind of like giving up a touchdown in the last play of the game. It's like, gosh, you know, we were that close. But... Yeah, Alabama lost, and uh, Clemson lost, too. They got demolished by Notre Dame. 
they did, which Notre Dame is really good, so that was to be expected. I mean, it could be worse than losing to the Vikings by three points. Just saying. Life could be so much worse with it. But can we talk about the Oakland game? Mm. You mean Las Vegas? Las Vegas. Why do you want to call them Oakland? Yeah. Well, all I know is that Devontae Adams played great, and I miss him. But (laughs) Raiders lost again, and I'm just thinking how. You know, they have all those pieces on offense. How do you lose? continue to lose games? I don't know. I mean, I know the division stuff. I think it's because there's some people who, yes, are really good individually, but if they cannot work as a team, that team is going to break and fail. I mean, for instance, look at Kansas City six years ago with Alex Smith and Kelsey and all of the new people. Our team wasn't really set together, so that could be an issue. Yeah, team chemistry can obviously play a factor. Um, You know, (laughs) yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it, it all just depends on, you know, if the team, like, has a good relationship with each other. You know, if people are kind of, you know, if they're, like, if it's, like, a toxic work environment, you know, it's not going to work. But I don't know. There's just some teams that just can never seem to get it figured out. See, or you just don't play for that team. Like, I feel like if a team can't work together in the first, like, seven weeks – Maybe don't be a part of that team. Speaking of which, um, Odell Beckham Jr. is getting cleared this week, so somebody's going to make a play for him. <laughs> I, at this point, I think the Packers would take him in a heartbeat. But are we going to? Probably not, because we don't get free agents. We draft everybody. <laughs> you really do. You know who you need to get rid of, though? Rogers, I feel like he's given up, or at least doesn't care enough like he used to. So, what are you saying after the games is the right is not matching up with his body language. I feel like he's, I feel like he's after this year. It's it, you know we're we're not going to make the playoffs this year. We'd have to win every single game. That's not going to happen. Um yeah, you know, it was nice knowing him. He's grateful for everything he's done for the Packers, but yeah, I mean, sometimes you gotta know when to call it quits. Do you think he could have called it quits beginning of this year? I think he could have called it quits even before last year, but I, you know, something was bringing him back. I, I think maybe he wanted to prove to himself. If, he could do this without Devontae Adams, but, you know, it's kind of hard to tell when we have a bunch of young receivers and we got a lot of players hurt, makeshift offensive line. Everything's just kind of falling apart. How does that make you feel as a Packers fan, knowing that the team you love is just slowly, like, going down a hill in, like, a rustic car? I feel like this is kind of a sign of things to come for a while, you know. For a while we had a lot of pieces on a offense and uh you know, especially the last few years we were doing really well and I think, you know, in the coming years it's probably not gonna be the same because you have the Vikings who are a young team that are getting really, really good and then you got 
the Bears even, and I can't believe I'm saying that, but their offense looks really good. If they get defense, they're better than the Packers. And the Lions, well, I'm not real sure about them. I mean, everybody kind of hyped them up at the beginning of the year. I think they got some young pieces, but they usually, I don't know, they're usually one of those teams that we consider finishing in last place. But, you know, a few changes here and there, and they could be they could be really good. Yeah, I think the Browns especially could be really good. I think Vikings shockingly are scary again. Yeah. Which hasn't been for a while. Yeah. Uh, Patriots, though, on the other hand, not so intimidating this year. Not, not intimidating, but they did beat Colts convincingly, which is, yeah, is not saying much because they actually just got rid of their coach, by the way. And, uh, yeah, their division is really tough. So I, I don't think they're as good as, like, Miami and Buffalo and – Maybe not. Well, they just beat the Jets, but I don't know if they're even that good right now. Uh, what about the Seahawks or Panthers? I haven't had anything really on Panthers this year. Uh, that's because the Panthers suck. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay, but they even suck worse than we do. <laughs> I, that's probably the only team we could beat right now, honestly. But, yeah, the Panthers, they just got blown out by Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati was up, like, 35 nothing at halftime. And they had to, like, come back to, I don't know, just to score even. I mean, that game wasn't close. Their running back got, like, five touchdowns. So, went on my phone looking at standings. Who's first in the NFL right now? Do you know? Who's first in the NFL? Oh, um, the Eagles, right? Because they're undefeated. The Eagles are undefeated, so they'd be number one, right? And then, I don't know. It'd probably go like the Vikings, Bills, Chiefs. No? It goes Eagles, Vikes, Bills, Cowboys, Chiefs. The Cowboys are ahead of us. We'll see how long that lasts. Um, But it'll probably last for another week because I don't see the Packers getting a miracle win. Um. Actually, I think it's a tie for third place because it's Buffalo, Cowboys, Chiefs, and Giants all have a a 6-2 with a .750 PCT. Mm. But but, mm, I don't know. It's weird. But the last team in division is the Texans still. Yeah, that's because they've only won one game. And now the Lions won their second game. They're no longer last place with them. But then it's probably Raiders and then Packers and I don't know. The last five games or the last five teams in the NFL right now is Lions, Raiders, Steelers, Panthers, Texans. Hey, at least we're not in the bottom five of the league. <laughs> but it's not. It, yeah. You can just scratch the season, throw it away, and look forward to next year. Um, yeah. But Seattle, they look, they look really good. And uh, 
they they drafted really well too because they got a good running back, some good defensive players, and Geno Smith, after like so many years of not being a quarterback, he's finally back in that starting. I think that's the one thing I like about football. Yeah. Is people can come back as long as they're not like over the age of like fifty. Yeah. Like I think that's really cool. Yeah, you know, you just never know what your um you just never know what life's gonna be like in the NFL, you know. One week it could be a backup quarterback, next week it could be starting. Um Geno Smith, I think he's gone like eight years without being a starting quarterback if I'm if I'm right. So yeah, that that's a long time. He was probably thinking, Man, I'm probably never gonna get a starting job ever again. So yeah, great for him. And he's doing better than that guy in Denver right now. <laughs> that guy in Denver we don't talk about. Broncos, what are you doing? I think <laughs> though. <laughs> he let out a let's ride last week, so <laughs> I feel like whoever they play next week, they're probably gonna lose. <laughs> I'm not sure who that is, though. That would be. Let me look it up. Do you want to talk about how Green Bay is? Ooh, ooh. I'm sorry. So who played tonight? It's the Saints. Who do you think is going to win that game? Ravens going to beat the Saints. Um, I just don't think the Saints are um doing that great this year. Yeah, but that's what you said about a couple of teams, and they've come back, so maybe you're wrong. Maybe maybe I'll be wrong, but I think the Ravens are good enough. I mean. I did not know my team played the Jags next week. I did not know that. Uh-oh. That's not going to be fun for me. What? Oh, that should be an easy win. Oh. Jacksonville sometimes does not. Arrowhead late in the year. I like your guys' chances. I wonder what that spread's going to be. Probably, I want to say 12. I'm going to be honest. I think it's going to be two. I really do. I think we're only going to beat them by two. Because last time we met, we met them, September 8th, 2019, Chiefs 40, Jags 26. But that was also when uh, Jags had, like, some good pieces on defense. That was, like, I think a year after they had, like, made the playoffs. And they, like, almost beat New England for the Super Bowl. So, they're a young team. And they are good in some spots. But I feel like Kansas City should have that in the bag. I don't know. They have Lawrence. Lawrence is really good. That would probably be the biggest upset in the NFL if that happened. I mean, I don't know. I just don't really have faith in the Jags. I mean, they did beat the Raiders, but they haven't, I don't know, they just haven't really impressed people. You could say that with every team in the NFL. I mean, look at look at Brady. He's really probably let most of his Brady fans down. I watched this lady burn a Brady's jersey on YouTube a couple of days ago. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's certainly been... A lot of instances where, like, you know, fans been upset with teams and the players, so they they burn their jerseys, and you know, LeBron knows a lot about that too. Colts named Jeff Saturday interim head coach. Jeff Saturday, mm-hmm. 
Wow. And he was their longtime uh, center when uh, he played with Peyton Manning. And, yeah, they had a lot of good seasons. Um, that's a good hire. That is a really good hire. Yeah. I just got that notification, and I'm like, Jeff Saturday. That's not fair. That actually might be scary for Andy Reid now. Yeah. I think that's – yeah, I think that could be what the Colts need to get their season turned around. Um, you know, their star running back, Jonathan Taylor, is still hurt. So when he comes back, um, you know, that's going to be – that's going to be something to keep an eye on for sure. Yeah, it says that they hired him a day after they hired – or the day after they fired Frank. And, you know, I kind of feel bad for their old head, for Frank, though, because it's like every year he's been in the NFL, he's had a new quarterback because in 2018 it was still Andrew Luck. He retires. Next year they have their backup. He gets traded somewhere else, or I, I don't know if he got traded, but um, then the next year they got, like, Phillip Rivers when he was still playing. He retired. And then last year they had Carson Wentz. They lost, like, their last two games. He, yeah, they, yeah. So Carson Wentz got traded because the owner was like really upset that they couldn't win one of those games. They just need to win one of those games to make the playoffs, and they lost both of them. So the owner was really upset. So I don't know. I feel like some of the things weren't really aligning with him, but at the same time, it's not like he was really great either. True. I mean, but that could be said about any. NFL coach, but you were not wrong. I mean, they did switch quarterbacks. Seems like every single year. Where it's like, where it's like Andy Reid and Patriots quarterback, which I can't remember his name. I can never remember his name. Patriots? Quarterback. Uh, not quarterback, coach. Bill Belichick. Thank you. Yep. Bill Belichick was the coach, and, um, yeah, you were saying. Anyway, I feel like they've, like, they have. For instance, Alex Smith was at Kansas City for how many years? And then four or five. Four or five, yeah. But Kansas City, we don't switch quarterbacks every year. We have a quarterback for a good five to six years, and then we change it, which is different than what the Colts do. Yeah. I mean, on some teams it's different, but yeah, you gotta kind of have to have one quarterback stay. You know, they're not all gonna be Mahomes or Josh Allen or Tom Brady before he went. Yeah, Montana. But it's all about the system and the team. Sometimes they don't need the quarterback to go off for 400 yards and four touchdowns every week. Um, You know, sometimes they have to rely on, like, the running game or the defense or, you know, just playing smart all-around football. I feel like that makes way too much sense, though, for some people. Because I think a lot of people, when they look at an NFL team, it's they look at the coach, the tight end, and the quarterback. Mm -hmm. And if one of those three does something wrong, that means the whole team's screwed. For instance, Kansas City, can we can do good without Mahomes. We've had it proven that we can do good without Mahomes or Kelsey. Mm-hmm. We've had it proven. Some teams, though, if they don't have a quarterback and the coach don't get along and then that tight end gets hurt, that team's screwed for the rest of the year. Yeah, that was very true. Um, that was the case in a lot of those years with Green Bay if uh, Aaron missed some time. You know, it's like we relied on him too much to – carry us and you know you, you you can't have that i mean sometimes that works but you you need everybody on the team to contribute to be successful in my opinion that and i think it would be really cool if 
for the NFL is the backup quarterbacks to just practice with the actual team. They may not start. I know Kansas City for a little bit. We had a backup quarterback uh, practicing with uh, Mahomes. Because, like, you never know when that quarterback is going to get hurt. So you can't take someone who hasn't played football for, like, six months and be like, <laughs> go be a NFL quarterback, you know? Yeah, quality reps are important, and maybe uh, there needs to be something done about that where, like, backups get more reps with the first-teamers, and then maybe the starting quarterback gets reps with, like, the backups so that they're all on the same page if their number gets called on. So, But, yeah, it's one of those things. You never know when it's going to happen, but you always want to be prepared just in case. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially in the NFL, you never know. It's kind of like hockey. You never know who's going to get hurt. Which hockey... I was watching a very good game. I love watching hockey. I think I like hockey a little bit more than football sometimes. But I watched a guy literally get run into the glass and fall, and then he started a fight. And his like little his son was just like sitting there, like, like Dad, what are you doing? Oh no. Yeah, it, it can be tough for those families to see um, players get hurt, and it's just like. You know, I guess at any age level, if, you know, if you're playing like a physical sport, you kind of got to, you know, always have that in the back of your mind. Like, oh, my my career could end if I get like a really bad injury, you know. Football's not forever, so. Unless you're one of the Manning brothers and then you go from playing football to being an ESPN host. And it's like you get to watch football for the rest of your life. You get paid to do that. Honestly, would not mind it. No, I wouldn't mind it either. The best part about it is they could just do it from their home in the basement, and they don't have to wear uh, suits and ties. That's what uh, Peyton Manning told Troy Aikman. He was like, yeah, the best part is I don't have to wear those fancy suits. (laughs) Why get paid to do that when I just sit in my basement now wearing sweatpants and just watch football? Like, what's the difference between that? Like, they could hire me right now. Hire me right now. Yeah, come on, ESPN, give us a contract. Like, we know this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, we need this. <laughs> we could do it. I mean, just give us a shot. If we fail, you know, show us the door. Yeah, that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. I feel like that would be really cool, though, having ESPN or some sports network, like, get inside of some of the fans and be like, okay, this is what you could have done wrong. And send, like, that team a video, like, for instance, like, you should have done this, Aaron Rodgers. You should have been better at playing this. Like, tell them what they did wrong right. from, like, a fan's point of perspective. Because I feel like sometimes, like, coaches and quarterbacks get way too close. So, like, if the coach is like, fix that, they're like, I will. And then they never fix it. But if it's coming from a fan that, like, is paying money to go to your games, it may actually be like, oh, I need to fix that. Like, for instance, Brady finally got divorced. Finally. <laughs> Only his fans have been telling him to get divorced for how many years? Because he was a terrible dad? At the same time, though, it's like athletes can't – they can't always be concerned with what the outside world thinks. Um, they kind of just have to make those choices on their own. But, yeah, it it's definitely something where it's like if somebody just repeatedly tells you the same thing over and over and over again, you probably should do something about it. <laughs> Well, I mean, you'd think, but, I mean, Brady's still in the NFL, so. Because, I mean, Brady's still in the NFL, I don't I don't think that shows that quarterbacks don't listen that well. Just saying. Well, Giselle wanted Tom to quit football, and uh, 
they got divorced and Tom's still here. So who really won? No. Gazelle did. She did. She doesn't have to deal with him anymore. She doesn't have to deal with the, your husband acted like a child after he lost Comet. You know? So, like, praise to her. Like, yeah, go her. Like, take his kids, take his money, and run. Go for it. Wow. I mean, hey, they're both getting what they want, I guess. I guess. But, I mean, it's still, like, a messed up situation right there. But, yeah, this this has to be Brady's last year. I mean, come on. The man's, oh, he's in a wheelchair. Come on. You know, how I, I may always make comments about my dad being deadbeat. John Brady is actually the definition of a terrible father played out on a big screen. And it's low-key really funny because imagine, like, this these kids being like, oh, yeah, I never get to see my dad. Oh, well, why is that? Oh, you know, he's too busy trying to impress people. Like, just imagine, like, how, the trauma they go through. Like, so I'm kind of, like, I think it was best for when they got divorced. for the, Not only for them, but for their kids. Because like, that's got to be straining on the kids. Hearing mom and dad fight over football. Like, I would expect like them to not love football at all. Yeah, you know, it's like at some point you got to you gotta move on and get to the next chapter. And that was, you know, spending time with your friends and family. You know, TB12 business. And <laughs> I guess, you know... When you have money and success, you kind of have a lot of stuff that a lot of people wish they had. Do you ever think Brady's just paying people to be his friend? I know, like I know that sounds like mean, but like you look at like everyone else in the NFL. I mean, Gronk. I hope so that he helped win him money. But like you look at like Gronk, for instance, and like Kelsey, and it's like okay. They generally are nice people. Like that makes sense of why they have friends. You look at Brady and it's like, how do you have friends when you act like a five year old after you lose? Like you are so much older than me and you act I act more mature than you. It's like Coach Brady, you know? It's like he tries to be an authority figure because of all his experience and all the success he's had and it's like, yeah, you're kind of you kind of have to know the difference between, you know, being friends with somebody and then just, you know, not acting like a, yeah, a pouty five-year-old when something doesn't go your way. I think if Brady was a coach, I think those kids would never want to play that sport. I feel like he'd be that one person that would just yell at them, like, drop and give me 40 right now. What did I do? Oh, you didn't run fast enough. I'm five. What do you expect from me? Like, I feel like he'd be a terrible coach. Like, not only just a terrible father, but a terrible coach. Yeah. He, I, I can't see him being a coach when it's all said and done. I just, I don't think he could do it. I really don't. I think he could be a coach for Patriots. If he ever was a coach, I think he would probably go back to Patriots because that's what he's known for. That's kind of his legacy. If he doesn't do Patriots, I honestly don't know where he'd go. He'd go to the Browns, make the Browns kind of be good. And have, have everyone that's a Browns fan hate him, that already hates him. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I, he has a broadcast deal waiting for him, which I don't know if he'll choose to pursue that. But, yeah, Fox Sports, they want him. That makes sense, though. But I feel like... 
Here's the thing. Out of the Manning brothers, Kelsey, and Brady. I feel like there's only going to be certain people that are going to want us to. I feel like Brady is just going to talk about himself a lot. So I think that's going to go down in a heartbeat. Yeah, I mean, because he's won so much, and you don't see Michael Jordan in the media. I mean, he is like an owner of a basketball team. But Michael Jordan was respected, though. Tom Brady's not so not as respected as nearly as much. So I feel like if he was a broadcaster, people would, uh, yeah, he would get on people's nerves quite a bit. It's like, okay, dude, we already know that you've done all these, all this stuff. You know, we don't need to get that reminded to us every five minutes. You know, just let us do our jobs and don't try to act better than us, I guess. I did, originally didn't hear you say Jordan. I thought you said Colby. And I'm like, when you're like, Colby hasn't been on the news. I was about to be like, yeah, because he died. I forgot. And then I'm like, I forgot he died. Yeah. Oops. I can see Tom Brady being an owner of a team, though. I think he'd be more, I think he'd be better, you know, in the business aspect of it. Not so much like the TV personality, because I feel like he doesn't have much of that. He doesn't have much of a personality in general. I would personality. He's like, he doesn't have a good personality. I think even, I think even then, I don't think he would use his money that way. I think he would rather spend his money on booze and alcohol. I mean... I don't know if he's an alcoholic. I don't know what he does, but, like... He's actually on a very strict... Like, when he plays during the season, he's on, like, a TB12 diet. Like, a, he's, like, vegan, and, like, he'll, like, have, like, avocado ice cream as, like, a treat. Ugh, who does that? So, yeah, he's strict. He doesn't let himself drink any alcohol or pop during the season. But in the off season. I'm not so sure, but yeah, he has some weird eating habits. Yeah, but you think about this. If he's not in the NFL, it means he doesn't have to be on the TB12 diet. True. Which true. means he, do he, wants. he could be a he could be a college kid. He can go from being a five-year-old boy to a college kid boy yeah. and just drink and just deal with his problems that way like a normal human. Yeah. You know, he did go to a Big 12 school, or not a Big 12 school, a Big 10 school, and you know, they're known to be uh, party, real, like, big-time party schools, you know. And maybe you drink a lot there. So, I think there was, he was on a talk show, late-night talk show one time, and he, like, chugged a beer. I, it could have Jimmy Kimmel or, J, or Jay Leno or, he was on some talk show, and he, like, chugged a beer, like, really fast. He's, like, he was known to be, like, the fastest beer chugger on, like, the Patriots because, um, yeah, and he did. He, like, downed it in, like, five seconds. Maybe that's why his kids don't like him, alcoholism. <laughs> Maybe they're like, hey, Dad, uh-uh. and I guess that's, but spend time with your kids and stop drink, please. Like, the bowel? No, thank you. you wrap this up, yeah. Uh, this has been the Campus Chronicle, week nine, with Nick and Emily.